Hi, I'm Leslie Marie. And I'm Natalia. And this is the While You're Early, We're Fashionably Late podcast. Where we talk about the clothing we wear and the untold but very true stories about why we wear what we wear. Another day, another parking lot. I think we're getting better at the intros. Yeah. Tag teaming it. It's working. It's flowing nicely. Yeah. Um, Also, I just realized um, Natalie told me that in the last episode, I moved... I moved my mic a lot. I'm so sorry about that. And she hits this. When we had the one microphone in here, she would hit it um, a lot. And there's a lot of, like, banging noises. Nothing is going on in the video (laughs) (laughs) that would make you think either we're getting abusive, violent, nothing. Nothing. It was just Leslie getting abusive with the the armrest thingy. Um, If you see the videos, you would be able to know. But if you don't. You should watch them. Go you to should. YouTube because there's you extended should. content. It's basically just like a longer version of the podcast. So everything that didn't make it into the audio, it's in there. And it's hilarious. Yeah. I think it's a little bit funnier. There's a part of me from the mascots where you hear me choking if you listen to the audio. But if <laughs> you see the video, you it's see me funny. like basically you hear you see me choking. Yes. Well, besides Natalie choking, Natalie, <laughs> what is today's episode on? Um, it has to do with choking because you could choke on it. There's a lot of um, videos, a lot of training you got to do f- to properly, properly, properly make food. food. Everything that it. goes in the food process thingy, jigger, whatever. Basically, we're talking about long chefs. story short. We're, we're talking, talking about, about chefs. chefs. Have you seen the bear? That is. If okay. you have hold not, on, hold on, hold on. Can I preface this by yes. saying my favorite movie of all time? is burnt with bradley cooper okay and i she relates firmly, to the scene i firmly i relate to what scene to the scene when he's reading no that's the, the silver linings playbook that's a different oh, movie well she loves bradley cooper I love and bradley i feel cooper. like i've seen I every him. bradley cooper movie <laughs> under his name you're welcome um okay so that burnt to me mm-hmm. that came out a while ago not a lot of people talked about it. Some people even dislike the film, Ooh. which I don't understand because it's my favorite Ooh. film. Ooh. Like, I could watch it over and over and not get tired. Anyways, that to me that was my water. is the beginning of the bear. It's literally the same but different, if that makes sense. But obviously, it's a movie, not a series, so it doesn't go into depth, but mm-hmm. it's literally the same thing. So, if you're obsessed with the bear, you're waiting for a season three, like me, um, go on, do yourself a favor. Watch Burnt. You will like it too, okay? I'm just saying. You got to forgive the fish. <laughs> there's, that, there's a scene where he literally has his chefs. Uh, and she's like apologizing, and he's like, "Not to me." Because it died in fish. vain, Natalie. You don't get it as an artistic no. person. I am an artistic kidding. person. I know you are. Um. Anyways, today I'm also channeling a little bit of Matilda Durf. I think that's how you say her name. Oh. I don't know, but also a little bit of Chef. I don't have a Chef's coat, but you know, we got a button up. I just got linen cover Lily up. Lily also has a button up, but... I got linen cover up. Cute. Cover up. <laughs> cover. Also, I'm... Okay, so I'm wearing shorts. Also she ripped her pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. On. Context. Context. I was moving around some... Like, basically remerchandising the store I work at. And one of the metals I had on the ground, because I didn't need it, and I was replacing it with another one. And so, like, it's kind of hard. You have to go, like, in the little can't thingy. can't see you. In the little, no, 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 like I have to go in the thingy to kind of like make sure it's hooked and it doesn't fall when you add anything. 
She basically um, got it hooked. I into got the back it hooked on pants. my pants and it and ripped. It Literally with an hour left of work, and I decided not to say anything because so, I was like, "What's gonna out, happen?" Buns out. Okay, no. For Natalie. Because the shirt <laughs> is long. At this point, I'm grateful that I got the shirt you very oversized. Say you don't feel breeze with that. No, because I'm wearing underwear. Okay, I'm just saying. It's, it's pretty, in the middle. It's, it's pretty, not on the edge. Pretty long cut. Anyways, Anyways can we talk my about favorite shorts. how today we actually got a good parking spot? It's empty, guys. It's empty. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. Also, it's very fresh here. So I am not going to be complaining about, oh my God, it's so it's hot. Semi-empty, semi-empty. Semi-empty but in the sense it's there's packed cars. in the mall right now. Yes. We are by the food area. Because, you know, it has to do with chefs. Yeah. And, and I was over hungry. here, it's, it's, it's kind of empty. It's so. empty. It's, there's a nice breeze coming in. We're in the shade. The internet's working. Riverside, the application we record, both audio and video, is not failing us today. Yeah. I promise you, theoretically, we have more structure in this episode. But yes. We, Natalie has been jumping around the whole time. Okay? It was story time in the beginning. Now it's time to hair get... on you. I'm sorry. It just kind of bothers me because I did see I say? it. What did I say? How many times did you interrupt guys. me? ADHD. <sighs> Anyways, chefs. Yes, chefs. From the icon himself, Ratatouille, Remy. Oh my god. <laughs> he was a chef. <laughs> he was. I tried so hard to take this episode. So seriously, I'm so excited about this episode. Ellie, I'm excited. We're gonna talk I'm about with Remy and his and with legacy. The bear. <laughs> oh my god. His we, got, <laughs> we have to be inclusive to all kinds. Oh animal, human beings. Okay, I hope it's not animal like in real life, just animal like animated. Would you eat something a rat cooked for you in real life? In real life, no. Animated? <laughs> if I was an animated character, you will run ahead. I'm like are mesmerized. A fake fan. Um, no. Uh, I've had too much food poisoning to know yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, and Ellie should not eat seafood. But I love it. Yeah. I prefer it than chicken. Okay. It just keeps my tummy, like, fresh. It's <laughs> not about your tummy yet. No, no, no. Like, when I eat seafood, like, I, we're by the beach. I'm sorry. Okay, 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 <laughs> Chefs. I, you know why Leslie's bored, though? Because this is her favorite episode, this is and favorite I'm carrying episode, it on, and, I and really I'm carrying want it on. You to take it seriously, okay. Natalie, hundred percent. Hello, guys. I am Natalia, no. and I'm coming to you live <laughs> in the parking this lot where we discuss about. I, I'm gonna preface this by saying it doesn't matter how old you get; your younger sibling will always bug you. Can we have an episode about like baristas? Siblings, as oh. as you know, as a barista, mm-hmm. and like kind of the clothing that you kind of like. Okay, I'm sorry. An apron. Well, no, yeah, but, like, kind of the aesthetic people assume you have because of being a barista. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. Let's get to chefs. Okay, why is it white? Okay, hold on. First, let's talk about the history of chefs, their Mm -hmm. aprons, their gears. Do Mm -hmm. you know, actually, here's a fun note. I was a cook. Actual chefs only really need or even anyone in their kitchen only really needs three knives you have a pairing knife no you have a pairing knife which is a little one Mm -hmm. for like details usually fruit you have a serrated knife which is for bread and then you just have the regular eight inch 
nice you know so much i know i know so much because in a, in a i feel like if i wasn't doing what i was doing i would be a chef i would either be mm. a chef or a writer I could it's still a be different a image of you that's coming up or a right surgeon now. surprisingly i think really? it's just like i like little meticulous things like you know like having everything organized and straightened and, and like I don't mm-hmm. know. um people are fighting outside. whoa um okay so that's a fun fact. Mm-hmm. Also, obviously, we know that they use their button-up white, like, um, like coat. Mm-hmm. And pastry chefs use like similar things. Um, a lot of them will have their names though written on. So I think that it's mostly like the, the head chefs, like the like the head ones, and like, then the the sous chefs. The sous say? chefs. That's after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then why is it white? Do would you like to do the honors of that? Of googling it, why it's white. Googling why it's white um but yes that is the history of what we know on chefs so far i was a cook guys no, i worked at raising kids <laughs> can you say that yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i don't work there anymore no. i used to work at raising canes i was a fry cook and cashier was my thing she got a lot of burns i do i still have them to this day but yeah. it's okay i um, also had uh sorry i also had uh small little cupcake business when i was like 15 yes um everyone loved my icing i would have it like everyone like people would order it for their birthdays or for like little get-togethers or like weekend parties whatever um and then everyone and their mother decided to also start baking cupcakes Mm -hmm. i remember that i remember because i would help you carry them yes and so after that i was like this gig is getting a little bit saturated so i'm gonna not do that anymore um but yeah i google it okay why is it white now why is it white white was chosen for chefs because it basically signifies like cleanness yeah which makes a lot of sense when it comes to food like you have to make sure everything is clean sanitized you follow procedures timings temperatures everything Mm -hmm. because one little like especially when it comes to me anything like if you're under or over a certain percentage of like the celsius of fahrenheit anything you're basically that food you're not able to serve it because you you would just get you kind of cause viruses and stuff like that like to basically be more easy to be attached to the meat Mm -hmm. um but yeah, so it's just kind of meant for cleanness yeah. and it makes sense in general. And I feel like being a chef is very meticulous. Mm-hmm. And so even though you're like, why wear white? Like, why have that be so hard on yourself? Mm-hmm. But I feel like they are that. Like they, they especially if it's like for a, a Michelin restaurant, mm-hmm. they like really strive for perfection in every corner, every inch of their work. It also says that for chefs, like there's, it's called the chef's jacket. Uh-huh. Um, it, was very thought out so the material is a heavy cotton material because it helps like kind of the chef in the kitchen which makes sense mm-hmm. during the heat there's yes. a lot of heat there's a lot of cooking there's a lot of people a lot like it's just like you're sweating it's that's crowded. why some, most of them have kind of like the band bandos like right here mm-hmm. or the chef's hat um so it's because of it's, it's in the intense heat of the kitchen it remains breathable and absorbs absorbs sorry like spilled liquid so anything mm-hmm. That so it doesn't like affect them in their skin. You know, I wish I had that when I got burned <laughs> with oil from chicken. And that's why they also have long sleeves, yeah. right? Like, because a lot of people because like, it protects them from the cuts yeah. and burns. Yeah. And yeah, and this the buttons like also like the buttons that they use are important because most buttons, if you get like 
cheapy ones if i could say it that way they kind of chip or they fall especially yeah. if it's not sewn the right way and for them they have a specific one that they have to use so it doesn't break it doesn't chip because then it could fall into the food and then that's a food hazard also it doesn't like the threading that kind of gets loose like yes. it's all has to be designed perfectly. like perfectly and it has to be reinforced perfectly because yes. it matters when it comes to food also i think it's a very high intensity work area and so you're on the go that you have no time to think about if a button falls yes you know what i'm saying like you'll notice if it fell at the end of your shift and then you're like where did it go um so for them i feel like it's very important to not have those distractions mm -hmm. with the clothing that they're yes. wearing and to just make it more efficient i think and efficient as well as like if there's an emergency like let's say like they spilled something on themselves that's like hot yeah and it does tend if it does like go through See? like it's quicker for them to take it off yes. for their own safety so like that i guess thinking of that like it's kind of cool because it's like you think of sort of safety for like the customers or the people that they're serving but safety for them in the kitchen depending on what could happen in what scenario yeah um and they're the jackets are usually double breasted yes. so basically if it gets stained the cook can simply just reverse the flaps and you don't see any of the mess wow and it, i did not know that yeah and wow. it's kind of it's makes sense because it's like what if like you have like a, a somebody you invited or someone that the people you invited and you have to go present to them or introduce yourself to them or just talk to them what if you have a stain like yeah. that's why they roll up their things it's like you don't see my mess you just see me yes like and as I think a that's proper also, chef i like that how you said you mm -hmm. don't see my mess you just see what i created mm -hmm. um there's a line so going back to my favorite movie burnt uh there's a line that he says that um he got like a review for his restaurant mm -hmm. and it says it's like a great place to eat at and the girl tells him like oh like what do you think about it and he's like she's like what is the part that you didn't like about this review which is it's a great review but mm -hmm. he's like it's like whatever and then he's like i don't want my restaurant to be a place where people i want i want it to be a place where people stop eating which if you think about it in that way like you're like what, that, what does that mean but it's like the food is so amazing that they stop because they're like shocked by how they're good trying it to is. take in like the flavors and exactly everything. versus it being like you just like it yeah and you're just like you go to a fast food place fine. and you're just eating it because you're just like yeah. oh we know that the next next time we go it's going to taste the same yes. where in like something where it's like that where they take their time and like they consider it it's yeah. like every detail counts for them mm -hmm. and like one little like let's say if they do like a little sauce like a design basically if it is not done correctly Perfectly, the same they, do they do it again yeah and like also when you said fast food there's another quote in the in the in the movie that always sticks out to me i think just from a creative person's perspective mm -hmm. like not even like a cook but uh i think from a creative person's perspective um he says that um the problem or the difference between fast food restaurants and high-end restaurants mm -hmm. uh, is consistency. And she's like, well, you should strive to be consistent in, like, your craft, right? And, like, what you're making. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you should be consistent in your skill, but you shouldn't be consistent in what you're making. Like, obviously, yeah. you want to be innovative and you want to create new and you want to make new and kind mm -hmm. of, like, keep going up. Yeah. So, I don't know. That movie, to me, if you're... It doesn't even matter if you're not a chef. But, like, if you're a creative person, I feel like there's a lot of insight into that. Especially because 
there's points in the movie like me like the many times I've seen it with you <laughs> I think like there's points in the movies where like how she said if you are just a creative person because you see that in basically any type of career path or like anything that you choose you get a like for us, for artists, it's called an artist block. Yeah. But whatever career you're going through, you get kind of like a block and you're like, mm-hmm. you can't really like, you don't feel motivated and you have to go find something to motivate you. Yeah. And him as someone that's like worked so hard to get a Michelin star that he has to go back again to get that yeah. Michelin star. Like he knows basically, okay, if last time I got a block during this time because of this dish, what can I do to avoid to, to do avoid it again? It. And it's not he's not so hard on himself this second time Around. because the yeah. last time was kind of like a I need yeah. it. I'm... Yeah, I don't want to spoil that part of the movie because I know mm-hmm. what you're talking about uh, about like the the tries to get mm-hmm. a Michelin star. Um, like yeah, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but yes, I think that is a big thing. And I think also as a creative person, you witness like firsthand like in that movie like. Mm-hmm to yourself how we're harder on ourselves than anyone else yes. is mm-hmm. and we like we will push ourselves to the limit and even then demand more of ourselves mm-hmm. and we get frustrated with the fact that like we're not like we can't keep going do you know yes. what i'm saying like because mm-hmm. as a human you have like a limit you know? yeah and you have to learn to kind of like grow and also be like the best version of mm-hmm. yourself but there is understand that there is a limit and there is a break and there is a time for everything. Yes. Anyways, that movie to me, ten it's out of ten. 10. Yes. It's perfect. Now I, I I feel it in my soul. I am him. <laughs> like it's great. I can only imagine, like since we are in the topic of chefs and yeah. creating this ape like this chef's jacket, I could only imagine the amount of roadblocks that the designers who made, made it. it went through especially because they had to consider everything mm-hmm. without without knowledge of what goes on in the kitchen yeah. so they had to like kind of talk to people yep. like realize things that they needed things that they don't want things that like felt so it's like kind of like how many trials and errors yeah. did it take for them to like get the final design yes because i feel like it's a garment that has an actual purpose i feel like every garment has a purpose but this is very specific Mm -hmm. to the needs of chefs and to the needs of people in the kitchen and to people who are so it's so crazy how like a piece of clothing can be so overlooked but Mm -hmm. yet it's the biggest factor and it's the thing that they wear in and out like day in day out yeah and it's almost like a tool for them and it's how they present themselves exactly like if you were to see like this chef out in the street was just a white t-shirt jeans and tattoos you'd just be like it's a regular guy but if you see him in a restaurant in that chef's jacket you're You're just like respect respect." because it's like everything you went through like culinary school like training interning everything everything to get to the point that he's a head chef or he's a sous chef or he or she um like it's just like you see them wear that jacket and it's jacket and you're like there's i honor you kind of like you know it's like their armor and you're just like that is mad respect right there yeah <laughs> so okay so this episode really came to life obviously i i like i said love burnt but um the bear i've been really obsessed like since the show came out i knew that i was gonna like it because of two things one it the trailer reminded me of burnt right away and i was like i'm gonna watch the show and then secondly um i don't know if you guys knew this but um if you watch The Punisher, the the recent one, the, the new, Netflix, the thing. Netflix one, um, 
the two in season one the two main people that come out in it uh which is the guy that plays the punisher and then the guy who i mean i don't want to spoil it for you if you haven't seen the punisher uh but it's the guy who's in hiding who the punisher like his character helps um them too and like their dynamic in that to me is so funny in season one um and so when i found out that both of them were going to be in the bear i was like really intrigued by it um so it's like the shift the of, shift like, of dynamic from one episode to the other like not one, one episode show to another yeah and so i was like really excited also obviously the main character is uh the guy who plays lip on um shameless, shameless. Mm-hmm. um so i don't know i was just like overall really really excited about that so that's like what piqued my interest and then I'm not going to lie. I feel like season two outdid season one. It's I love I season one, it's, but season two is fantastic. Like, I'm sure by now you've either watched it or you've heard of it, but like Jamie Lynn Spears, or no, not Jamie Lynn Spears. No, no, no. Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, Jamie, Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis comes out in it. Um, so many people. Like so many. John Mulaney yes. comes out in it. Um, Sarah Paulson. Yep, Sarah Paulson. And then um, Will Poulter. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, that, yes. My, my glasses. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that man glowed up. I'm so sorry. He did I'm so up. sorry. Do you remember him from Narnia? Oh my god, yeah. yeah he's terrifying. Yes. Like, he looked like the guy from Toy Story, the little kid from yeah. the first movie. The, the mean one? Yeah. Was, yeah. They all made memes of him. Yeah. But then but when he, he saw me, I was like, he glowed up. This man. Uh, but yeah, so, like, honestly, and aside from. Um, from all the famous people that came out in it. I think it's just the way that they were all put in, you know, without overshadowing, like, the cast, like, the, the regular, main, yeah. yeah, the main cast. Also, my favorite episode is episode seven, where, um, what's his face? Oh, I literally, I love the show so much, and I'm blanking on their names right now. Also, can we talk about how, okay, so before the bear came out, <laughs> we were obsessed with Bon Appetit and... We watched all, like, the videos. Hold on, no, no. But not, like, no, just, like, Bon Appetit during during COVID. And there there is this, like, segment that um, it was Maddie and and who was else? Oh, yeah. He comes out on the show, too. Yes. Um, um, But it was basically, it's a lie. It's a lie. And they do, like, Maddie and, oh, my God. Brad. Brad, Brad, yes. And so um, they basically, like, they would travel to places to, like, like if they did like catfishing, they went yeah. to go catfish and learn how to do that, and then I cook think the fish. That's the only episode that Maddie comes out in. Mm-hmm. It's alive with him catfishing. That episode to it's me, so it's literally like two hours long. It's so funny to it's me. It's hilarious. It's I could watch it again. Hilarious. I will crack up. It's so like funny. it's just this thing. The dynamic. That the dynamic is there, Love and it. I think that it's so funny because then is it Maddie? Yeah, Maddie, Maddie comes then in comes in out the, in the chef. He's a producer. In, yeah, in the bear. In the bear, and when the, um, they interviewed him, and basically they were telling him if he wanted to be a chef and he's like no like i don't want to be a chef in this like i want to be a part of it he's a plumber in this. he's a plumber he's st- i love he's it so i love cute. it though and then so not without spoiling anything but in the last episode when yeah. he's helping them yeah. for the restaurant he's helping richie out yeah, yeah but he's just like so like i'm so into this he has a little tucks yes i think my favorite episode so um in season two obviously we have the christmas episode which that to me it's jaw dropping and it's crazy because yes there is cooking involved but it's like more than that. You really get to know why the characters are the oh, way that they yeah. are mm-hmm. um, and the dynamic. Uh, but episode, I think it's seven with Richie, which is his yes. episode. That to me warms my heart. Not only because he sings Taylor Swift in the car, um, but <laughs> <laughs> literally like I teared up 
watching his arc because he goes from a character who thinks he knows everything he's comfortable where he's at like especially in season one mm-hmm. to the growth and realizing the importance of what they do and yes. that it's beyond just like a job you know yeah. and then in the last episode which again i don't want to spoil it for you but he kind of takes charge and he like goes for it and in that yeah. moment like you applaud him so much because without he him, takes his position yes without as, him, they wouldn't have as him knowing it. Like, his worth. Basically, everything he's evolved to up to that point of that episode, when they need him, he doesn't, like, back away. Like, he steps up for it. And I think that, like he said, we applaud him for that. Like, his character. And also the writers who wrote it. Writers. Writers, honestly, this season, I love it. Writers I'm deserve grateful. The like your minds, like yes. you, literally have every single spot that, that show would not have been what it is without, without the, the writers. writers. Yes. So obviously, and the actors, and the producers, and everyone. But like honestly, the writing for that show it's so different, and yet it's so it's like a breath of fresh air because it's like yes, it's every character gets the spotlight. But then it doesn't overshadow anything. No. And like... You don't get overwhelmed by the amount no. of characters that we get to see them. Yes. Like... And you're invested in yes. each character. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think if there's a character you're not invested in, it's for a purpose. But I don't know. Like, I just each also, one, yeah. Sid and Carmi, I they yes. have my heart. They have my heart. Yes. They have my heart. Um, but yeah. But Carmi himself. But Carmi himself. Carmi, I feel like... Also, those episodes where he has panic attacks coming from someone who has panic attacks that is such a real representation of it Mm -hmm. and it's like again it goes back to being really hard on yourself in your creative field um and i mean obviously i didn't grow i didn't grow i mean (laughs) i feel like this is a therapy session what other things did you love about this character um other than that part i feel like also i don't know about you but Mm -hmm. Um, without getting too personal, uh, season one came at a perfect timing in my life where I was going through something similar where I had mm-hmm. lost my father. Um, and so we had lost our father. <laughs> we had lost our father. And so, uh, obviously in season one, he loses his brother. And so it's like him kind of picking up the pieces of like what's left. And so that to me, I think I related to that on a very deep level. Yeah. Deep yeah. level. And because like, I think there's, I don't know, for me specifically, there's points in my life where I would be like, like, am I supposed to go through that? And then you watch a show and you're like, yeah. okay, even if I don't think it, like the show's basically confirming it to me. Yeah. And like, it was like, it's like a parallel line of what we right? were living. It was just, yeah. it was just done so beautifully. Yes. So props to you writers. And even season two, I season think it's, two. it's like, it's about creating something new. And I think Your we're legacy. at that point in our <laughs> life where we're creating our legacy now, where we're kind Our of cross. moving forward. Yeah. It, like that's why this came to be yeah. also. So I don't know. It's like a very, like, I really relate to shows like that. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I think for me, it's rare that I'll have a favorite or that mm-hmm. I'll like something. Yeah. Uh, but when I do, I won't shut up about it. And when she does, it shows <laughs> up on all reason. over your TikTok feed. <laughs> and when it does, she yeah. sends you all of these at 12 a.m. the night. And when it does, <laughs> that person loves this man. Let's just say Leslie loves a man who can cook. I love a man who can cook. I love a man. Get her out of the kitchen. And I mean this not also, because. because man in white with tattoos. Okay, but and I don't mean like men get out the kit like like basically she loves a man who cook, but I only mean this because Leslie 
She has some dishes she can cook, but there's others. I can cook. I can cook. Have I burnt toast? Yes. Have Tortillas? I burnt ramen? Yes. Literally the one you put in the microwave? Which is water? Yes. And she I burnt literally it. almost burnt the house on fire. There was but, static coming out of that I'm microwave. I'm a great pastry chef. I feel like that's something I can do. I got inspired by my favorite show. My favorite cooking <laughs> oh show. My gosh, Nailed, it. Nailed it. Nailed <laughs> it. I think. The I way think. Okay. Okay. My thing is, I laugh because I'm like, because I'm like, how could you get it wrong, right? (laughs) This has to go back to that to episode two of mascots, where we talk about how, like, if you're presented this image of what you're supposed to do, how do you (laughs) screw up? So So for me, for Nelly, I laugh because I'm like, it's there. They give you the direction. They get everything. There's no way I'm you can. I'm not gonna judge. I'm not gonna judge because I feel like maybe under pressure it's a little different. For, okay, maybe. I know under pressure I freak out, right? <laughs> I try my best to strive for it, but I freak out. Yeah. I think I laugh. I don't know if I would ever love to be on the show. I feel maybe like, for comedic I mean, reasons, yes. I mean, nail it if you're listening to this and you need but someone. To I'm not gonna volunteer her. It's I'm you. not gonna boost my own ego and say I'm a perfect pastry and no. I could like. I feel like you would do like you. I'd be close. You'd be close. You'd be closer than most. I'd I'd be close. I feel. I'd like get it. that. Yeah. What is it? That gold chef hat, right? Yeah. hat. Yeah, and then the money, the little. Thing. The, make yeah. it rain. Make it rain. Also. But, Another show that is near and dear to my heart. Very much like a fall time show that I just like I could sit and watch the full season of. And I don't care what you say because Nelly says I'm an old grandma because of this. She but is. The Great British Bake Off. It's so it good. Is good though. It's so it is good. good. I love it. There's I times day in day out. When I would I would I would be at home and I'm like, I'm missing Leslie and I would put an <laughs> and I put an episode and I was like, I understand and I'd cry. I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I remember even dad would like make fun of me for it, right? And but then, then he looked he it. no no and then he, he sat down one day and he sat down and he's like, Like, what is this? you know, like he sat down. Tell me by like the end of the season he was like rooting for people. <laughs> he was like out here like they better like everything. It was yeah. so funny. Um, but yes, also great bridge bake off. We love that's an experience we have with our father, but with our mother, our mother was a food network queen. queen. She loved that. She said, Giada, I'm coming for you. <laughs> Rachel Ray, Rachel like, Ray, we everything get home from school. That's what we'd be playing. Also, she would get a lot of cooking ideas from them, and yeah. she'd be like, Oh, I could make that. Also, she didn't have to be like, Oh, what was the ingredients? Like, no, no she. Was able to remember. This woman does not follow a recipe. She just goes by what she sees, and it is amazing. I'm saying she made lasagna. She's made enchilada. Like she's made a whole bunch of food. Yeah, and it's funny because I don't know how she does it. When we were living by ourselves, we were not with our mother. I would call her, and because like there was days where Senos like we we were craving like um oh yeah like certain uh, foods like enchiladas. For me, I love enchiladas. I love yeah. caldo de pollo. Yeah. And so I would call her up because I was the You're one like, that would Mom, mostly cook. <laughs> and then I'd be like, Mom, what do I need? Yeah. And then she'd give me the ingredients. I'd go buy it, right? I call her as I'm making the dish. <laughs> Literally FaceTime her. I FaceTime her, right? And then I go, yeah. okay, how much of this do I need? You know what this woman says? She and I'm saying like, it in Spanish. She said, Tantiale. That basically means just eyeball it. And I'm like, and so I'm like, okay. And then, How like, there was this one time my dad was with us, mm-hmm. and I had made enchiladas. And, like, my mom's mole enchiladas, oh, so good. delicious. Can they I... hold a special place in my heart. I made them. Yeah. Tell me why 
I he my dad is a picky person. If he could have done something else in his yeah. life, yeah. he could have been like a like a chef, like a chef, like, like a guest, the, taster, the yeah, tasters. Yeah, yeah. This man could taste everything under the sun you put in there and everything yeah. that you needed, right? Yeah, yeah. Tell me why when I made the enchiladas, I was like ready for him no, to say something wrong, and he goes, "No notes." Can you show me another plate? This is good. That's and I was like, like, that's it. You know what he did that to me too? Uh, there's a Bon Appetit recipe. Oh, that one's good. I miss that. Yeah, it's a chickpea pasta like recipe, like soup recipe. It is the easiest thing to make. And honestly, I made that. He loved it so much. I love- it was a bit spicy and he didn't complain about it. I love how this man, like, this man was born in Mexico. He claimed he was, you know, Italian? S- citizenship to the United Italian States. Roots. But he was like, I'm Italian. He was like, he the plane, when I was already awesome. born, landed in Mexico. I was only meant to be Italian. Yet when Leslie would make pasta, he'd be like, this again. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> that was the only pasta that he did yes. not complain about. And he liked because he thought it was more of a soup than a pasta. Yes, definitely. Anyways, those are my fortes in what I can cook. Pasta and cupcakes. All right. So we're going to get to the last of our podcast yes, how we see it in fashion in runway specifically so i mean i don't want to offend anyone but the first thing that comes to mind and not just because of their grocery runway that they did i think it was fall winter 2014 um chanel i don't know why but <laughs> chanel just reminds me i think it's the buttons on the little jackets that they have reminds that you. just remind me of like chefs even though mm-hmm. it's like obviously a different material but they're, they're giving chef vibes. I think it all has to depend of how, like, we have an image sure, sure. of what a chef's jacket, apron, everything has to look. Yeah. So anything that's remotely close to looking that way, yeah. we're just like, we think of chefs. Yeah. We think of that. Um, and then also they did that runway where it was in a grocery store, which that was that's iconic. Cool. That's yeah. iconic. Um, it's on YouTube, huh? It's the on video. YouTube. Yeah. Uh, we could probably link it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, iconic. Um, and then I have a list here of a couple of also um, items. So Dolce & Gabbana in 2018, spring and summer, they had um, some pieces of theirs. Like it was skirts and I believe it was a dress. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it featured food. So some of it like featured food actual food and then uh, canned food too. Like drawn on it or like? Yeah, so oh. like that was the pattern that was stamped That's beautiful. Throughout. Um, I think of, like, the Trader Joe's grocery bag, the one that has all the vegetables. That one's my favorite one. I think when you told me that, that's what I had in mind. I think it was, like, red and green. I think it's, like, tomato sauce and, like, different sauces. It's really cute. It's really cute. Um, And then another one. So, uh, Vaquera, I hope I'm saying that right. In fall 2017, uh, Vaquera is made up of four designers. We have Patrick DiCaprio, David Moses, Bryn Taub. Benici, I don't want to say it wrong. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and Claire Sully. Um, so they designed their collection based off of the American dream and okay. American workers. Right. Love and that. so the blue collar and like a whole bunch of like people working in service in the service industry, one of them being um, a chef. And so um, the the there's this dress. I think it was their final piece, too. It's this dress that's, it's literally like a chef's apron on top, but mm-hmm. the rest is like a flowy dress. That's cute. Um, and then they also have the chef's hat and that is to mimic a, a bride. So that is that's their cool. bridal piece. It's actually really It intense. makes sense though, because yeah. if you think back to like women's rights and stuff, yep. women were meant to be at, at home, home in the kitchen. Yeah. So the fact that they were made that dress. Yeah. 
it just kind of like does a thing where it's like how our basically how our worlds change to where it's like now women out here are like the ones sometimes that are the the home the home the uh, breadwinners the breadwinners yeah and yeah. they're the ones that are supporting, like, you know, not putting to shame, like, stay-at-home dads because no. we love you for being, you know, all stay-at-home. And <laughs> and as well, like, basically supporting your wife. Yeah. We're also not putting to shame the, the dads that are, yeah. you know, the breadwinners and the moms that stay home because you yeah. do a lot of the work. Our yeah. mom was a stay-at-home mom, so we love that. I think it's just very much of, like... um the narrative right mm -hmm. it's getting rewritten where women can be respected in the kitchen and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's just because that's where they belong yeah also i feel like that's also very common when it comes to fashion designers because fashion designers like top of the top usually in the beginning were men mm -hmm. and so now obviously now we have so many women designers yes um uh, but it's very much a thing of like it's not like sit home and sew because i feel i mean i've felt belittled as a fashion designer because mm -hmm. i'm a woman so it's like very much where guys will be like oh that's cute or like oh yeah well you know women are supposed to sew and you're just like no we're not but it's not I'm all women as my know career. how to sew and not all women have that talent yes. i and think sewing not, is like a talent it's a talent and it's not i mean it's like an actually intense business it's it not is. just like i'm here hand sewing all day like it's intense <laughs> and, I, and i think being able to especially with this piece and with all the other pieces that include anything that has to relate to fashion yeah. it's funny how these clothing they're made specifically for women yes. there's some that are made for men, but they're made specifically for women because they're putting women in their like position in their yeah. right of like thank you for everything you did yeah and like also here is an opening where it's like you can be a chef you can be a designer you can be like yeah. basically giving women their spot in any field yeah. in career i know that there's some that's still a little bit hard yeah. but it's like they're basically kind of opening that first door yeah. for all that you know like yeah. not restricting them to where it's like it's only the Limited, man's world yeah Limited like it's like it's a woman's world yeah women's and man yeah because it's like we Equal both baby yes quality so i love how for this like they're yeah. they did that they did that and then it's funny because someone uh so it's like a very much like a punk thing like theme to it too mm -hmm. um and mm -hmm. i think the question that they had like backstage was like about the american dream and then uh one of the questions was like why does everyone want to be a chef which i think we'll leave it at that because it's very much like i feel like even with the bear coming out like everyone wants to be a chef now or is inspired by chefs yeah um Especially on TikTok, I feel like there's a lot of yes. up-and-coming chefs. And pastry uh, chefs that put their, like, vlogs. I love those. Yeah. Those I love watching those. Yeah. yeah. Or even, like, uh, vlogs on YouTube of, like, cafe vlogs. I love those. I love watching those. Those are great. Yeah. We had so much to talk about. Yeah, I'm pretty sure about. we had would have more to talk about. But Les Leslie's laptop is slowly dying on us. So yes. to be able to make sure we get everything, yeah. we will end this episode here. We might do a part two Maybe. when season three comes out and talk more about it yeah. and more knowledge that we have but until then this is us closing off our podcast yeah with chefs with so chefs go cook something go even cook. if it's ramen yeah. <laughs> and go watch the bear season burnt. two yeah one any, any other recommendations of chef culinary world Please movies leave them. leave them we would Double. love them i, I know leslie them. would <laughs> i will literally watch them. anything that is bradley cooper really also anything well. that is bradley <laughs> cooper. i mean i've probably already watched all of it but um Maybe, i will yeah. still rewatch it yeah <laughs> but anything that anything anyways that is it for today yes. have a beautiful beautiful week 
Bye. We love you, Queenies. See you so next week. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. Please don't forget to leave us a review and share this podcast with your loved ones, acquaintances, really anybody and everyone who will listen. We will be releasing a new episode every Wednesday and the YouTube videos go live on Sundays. So just remember, you guys can follow us at fashionablylate.podcast on our Instagram, on our TikTok, and on our YouTube. Sending you lots of love and virtual hugs. Can't wait to see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.